Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Yeah, well, just like our guys, you know, obviously you gotta do what you gotta do, you know, and uh, business is business. Uh, but, you know, Ray Paul and Kevin, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the longer we can keep them together, the better. Uh, that may be the best for the team, and it may not be, but uh, I just like them. And that's what I was saying. It's just that would have been a very uh, hard day if we've had to pull the trigger on any of those three guys. How was Doc Rivers this morning with DNC? Pretty much um, kind of talking about the possibility of trading any of those big three away. He claims he was not the one that actually told Ray Allen it was Danny Ainge. Um, so he's confirmed that actually that deal was in the works. Uh, so we for, said for though, OJ Mayo. Though Doc said that New Jersey trade was not going not in the works. Not, not going that to. it never got uh, deep enough, and that New Jersey turned it down. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why New Jersey turned Modern, it down. Yeah, it seems strange to me. Yeah, I will say this: as much as I've enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed what I've seen here over the last um, two months, because they played really good basketball now for the last month and a half or two months. I still think if both of those deals were pulled off, then you you've got the basis to begin. Mm-hmm. You're a new Boston Celtic team, a team that down the road you could see as a uh, as a contender. Um, but he confirmed it. Doc did uh, in the in the Washburn piece that I read this morning in the Globe. Then when he was on with DNC, kind of said that he was not, and I think he said that also in the Gary Washburn piece that he did not. Uh, he was not the one that had to sit down with Ray Allen and say you're gone, and then 20 minutes later come back and say, ah, uh, never mind. Oh, we're taking it back. Yeah, the Washburn piece was odd to me because he said Allen deserved more. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know what I, – I agree guys with you. Guys get traded. I mean, Bray Allen's been traded, I think, twice now, right? Yes, he has. Deserves what? I mean, you know, if you trade him, you trade him. I mean, he's, he's been a Celtic for 15 Milwaukee, years. Milwaukee, Seattle, then – He's brought yeah, in as yeah. a mercenary, and you you move him out. Got I traded mean, on draft day, too. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. I, 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 I the Ray Allen. I know Ray – it seems like these reports, and we'll ask Danny about it, Ray's not thrilled right now, but I mean, this is the this is the NBA. Well, why would? But, but you know what? I understand that. Why would a veteran be thrilled? No, I get that. He's a veteran. You're sitting that. there saying, "I played my entire career. You know, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna go to the Hall of Fame, and this is what they're doing to me." I get that, but sure. it's also the reality the of business. what does the team need right now? And the team is probably better served with him coming off the bench. But I can understand the feelings. I mean, that's all part of the whole of course. The whole game. Uh, let's talk to Danny. It's brought to us by ARS Restoration Specialist. Call 877-461-1111 or arsserve.com and buy SBLI. Dependable, no-nonsense life insurance at a price that you can live with. Call 888-GET-SBLI or visit sbli.com. Mr. Ainge, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing all right. Doing all right. We got Minahan filling in here for uh, for Mr. Holly, so we're we're working along. All right. We're getting there. Uh, are you thrilled? We talked about this trade, this possible trade, a week ago. I believe uh, Michael brought it up to you. Are you thrilled that uh, it's all over the newspapers? No, I don't. I don't think anybody should talk about potential trades. I mean, that's that's the sort of the world that I live in, and. There's a lot of things, and there was a couple of trades that were brought up uh, through the media one a month or so ago or you know, even before the trade deadline. And 
I just don't think that that's that that's right, and uh, I won't do that. I won't, I won't comment on potential trades or possible trades or how close a trade got, and, and um, you know, I think it's wrong. But but the guys have had to comment. For an example, Doc has already confirmed at least one of those possible deals and said that you were the one that had to talk to Ray Allen and not him. Well, I always talk to I always talk to the players that uh, that that are traded, but in this situation, I talked with all the players on the team when things are discussed publicly, and I feel like there may be something bothering players, or there, um, you know, I always have a, a conversation with the players. Well, Danny, the Yahoo story says that Doc called Allen a couple hours before the deadline and told him of the trade, then called him back twenty minutes later to tell him the deal had been foiled. If if a trade was going to happen. Right. Is that so, how is that how the so, communication so, would take place? So I thought you just said that that the doc confirmed that that didn't happen. Yeah, he No, but I'm saying but I'm saying my point is if if a trade's going to happen, would you be the guy to talk to to Ray or whatever player X for example or would Doc be the player to talk to that guy? Do the coach. Well, we we both we both would talk to him. Okay. It, that would be the, that would be the policy, but um but you know, doc I don't think that it got ever got to a point where Doc was going to talk to him, and Doc did not talk to him. That's what he told us all today. I didn't know any of that. I didn't know whether he did talk to anybody or didn't talk to anybody. I don't know, but he said he did not. Did you talk to Ray that day and tell him that I, he had been I, traded? No, I did not. You did not. Never had that conversation. I never did have that conversation. No. Is it? Is <laughs> let me ask you this: Is it a risky thing when Wait, you let's have? Put it, let's put it this way. Uh, the one thing I will say, Ray knew that he might be traded, but never, never did I confirm that he had been traded. No, absolutely. Is not. it a is it a risky thing having any conversation with a player at that time? Yes. If the right, if the player you know wants to stay here in Boston, and you might have a deal for him, if you tell him in advance, you're doing the right thing. You're trying to tip him off. There's a possibility. Because you like and respect them. On the other hand, if the trade doesn't go through, then you're dealing maybe with a little backlash from the guy because you wanted to trade me. That's where that's where I think everybody's missing the boat. That's where I don't think that. Listen, I've been around Ray a lot over the last five years, and you know Doc has said the same thing. I mean, that's where we're missing the boat here. There, there's nothing to any of this in Ray's mind. I mean, we have treated Ray with amazing respect, and Ray, I don't think has anything. Uh, anything about this trade possibilities. I talked with those guys, with all three of the big three. Uh, they knew that I was in conversations with teams. They knew that the possibility would exist if the deal came along that we liked, would help us speed up a, a, a rebuilding process. They knew all of that. And uh, they also knew that that something might not happen, and that, that probably the best opportunity would be for them to continue playing the rest of this year. Well, Danny, so, I- Oh, I'm sorry. We, Go had, ahead. we had conversation, and, and listen, I I respect those guys, and you know I have to do what's best for the Celtics, and uh, you can do both. You can do what's best for the Celtics, and you can still respect the people that you work with. So when I'm, I'm just again, I'm, I guess just walk me through. I'm reading Gary Washburn here today, and his first line is that Doc Rivers has no issue acknowledging the Celtics had a deal consummated to send Ray to Memphis for O.J. Mayo and the draft pick. You're saying that that deal was not consummated or was never never reached that stage. What, what does that mean? The deal was consummated. I don't even know. Well, that, but, uh, I mean, what, what well, that means the deal was done. If the deal was done, there would have been a trade made. That makes no sense, does it? Not to, When I see consummated, I think that means the deal was done. 
And I know yeah, it did. That, so that did, not, that did not happen. Absolutely. So Ray not. Allen is not on the Memphis Grizzlies right now, is what you're trying to tell me. Exactly. Okay, all right. I'm trying to figure it out. Now I'm on it, Glenn. Did it did it not happen because Mayo didn't want to come here? You know, I, I have no idea where that started either. That is that is ridiculous. So you have I mean, no. Just, I don't know who's. You know, people are are just inventing things. In my opinion. Okay, now there may have been a conversation, and I don't know anything about any of that, and that's why I think this is dangerous conversation that you and I are having. I've probably said too much already today. I don't ever comment on trade rumors, so I guess we're done. <laughs> uh, all right, let me throw this other one out you that was also in that. Uh, no, there's in... nothing to that. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> It's like I feel like I'm on a game show. I, I before the question no, is out, I get to my buzzer. I mean, we we talk about this every week, Glenn. There's there's thing, I don't even know where this stuff comes from half the time. I mean, at least you know I, Doc acknowledged things, so I have to talk about it a little bit. I don't want to. I'm not trying to not tell people or or hide the truth. I'm just listen. It's my job to know what the value of my players. It's my job to talk with other teams, and it's my job to protect my players and my coaches. And so right now, um, you know, it, it, there is some things that are out there, and so it doesn't do me any good to try to cover it up. But I just think there's there's so much false that's related to a little bit of truth. So you have a little bit of truth and a whole bunch of made-up sensationalism going on out there. I, I think it does, though, make your job more difficult. You and I have had this conversation many times about social media and how stuff gets out there. But it, also in that you're going to go through an off-season here where people are going to refer back to what they believe you were doing at the trade deadline. and that No, I, I, think, I think that people are going to believe anything that they hear. So, unfortunately, people will believe, this, no matter what I say and how often I say it, People are going to believe, just like you and I talked about for weeks, that we were not trading Rondo. Right. And that, but people still believe because on national TV, on the internet, people still went back three months prior and would say, well, Rondo's on the market. Rondo's on the market. They still believe that. And so they will always believe that. And so the history is being written by people that are just trying, that are, that are making information up or writing information from sources that aren't reliable. Well, Danny, but I mean, in fairness, though, if you're if you're somebody, if you're you know somebody getting up, getting ready to go to work, and you open the Boston Globe on page C six, and you read that there was a deal with Memphis for Allen and Mayo, you're gonna you're gonna believe that, aren't you? Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna pick up, you're gonna go online, and you're gonna read this stuff, and unfortunately, you are gonna believe it, and just like you guys are believing all the stuff that you're right reading from today's Boston Globe, it's not true. And I think that there's um, there's a lot of stuff. And, you know, maybe they have a source and maybe they don't. I don't know the answer to that. But I'm just saying there's there's a little bit of truth in a lot of made-up accusations. And I think it is about selling newspapers. It's about getting hits on the Internet. And unfortunately, that's the world we live in in media today. It's not about truth-telling. It's not about accuracy. It's about how many hits can I get and how many papers can I so are you happy you didn't trade Rondo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, Ray Allen, we were just talking about this before. There's also a, a piece in there that says that he's not real happy about his new role 
coming off the bench. Now, listen, I guess that's understandable. It, you as a player probably didn't like your role when they changed it around and you came off. The, it, not, nobody's going to like their role in that situation. But has he caused any issues? Has there been any communication with him and Doc, with him and you, about his role? I, I have talked with Ray a handful of times. And Ray is a class act and a professional, and he's a great player. And I don't know a great player that, you know, I think that more than anything, it's just all the hype and all the talk. And no matter how much we talk about it and explain it, like this is a good move for the team because of Avery Bradley can, you know, excels more with the starters than he does off the bench. And now we're, you know, we just added another really quality player to the roster, and it, it makes the team so much better. And that we have Ray fresh in the fourth quarter because he's, that's where he's great, is in the fourth quarter of games. That's what separates him from, you know, the everyday players. And it, it, it almost seems like a demotion or, um, you know, something less significant where we look at it as a great improvement of our team and we don't look at Ray any differently, but it just is perceived as that. And I think that I think that if it wasn't such a media thing and if Ray didn't have to answer all the questions and, you know, Ray's people all, I think that Ray logically understands it and he gets it and he sees the benefit and the value of it for himself and for the team. But it's still perceived as, you know, some sort of uh, shot taken at or, or a demotion of a Hall of Fame player. And, you know, we don't see it that way at all. Is this Rondo, the back bruise and the spasms, is this a situation that could potentially, Danny, bleed over into next week into the postseason? Is it the kind of thing where you shut him down here for Atlanta and he should be good to go? Well, I hope the latter. I hope that he'll be fine to go. I mean, when guys aren't playing and they're and they're banged up and they're seeing doctors and they're getting x-rays, although I don't think Rondo's getting x-rays yet, but uh, I think that when those things are happening, you have to be concerned a little bit. Um, he's not 100%, but we do think that he will be. We're hopeful. I, I liked what uh, Doc did the other night in keeping two of the guys back in New York, and, and we know that the Greg Popovich has done this on a regular basis. I don't know how crazy the league is about it with people – team showing up without some of their stars, but so be it. I think it's a much better thing. What's more important here in the next week, uh, to try to move up, get that home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs, or just making sure these guys are rested and healthy so that you can play the game whether they're home or away? Uh, health is always, is always the key. And, you know, if our team is healthy and we don't have guys beat up and banged up, then, yeah, I think that you, you just continue moving on like we have in the past. But uh, this has been a unique year, and um, guys like KG and Rondo and Paul have carried a, a crazy burden, especially since we lost Ray to, to injury, and and uh, you know that that just put a little bit more um, pressure on them recently. And I think that we've got to get them fresh and ready. I mean, I, I was in the locker room last night, and you know Paul has a thigh bruise from the New York game, and you know has a sore toe still, and and he was spent. He was absolutely spent after those back-to-back games. And um, same with KG. And, you know, we've got to make sure that they, we have a chance to succeed in the playoffs and, and that they're fresh no matter where we play. It would be nice to have home court, but 
we got to have healthy bodies. Can the league ever give you guys a hard time about because you guys haven't done it on a regular basis? I, I'm wondering if Popovich gets a hard time from the league because you know I don't I don't see how. I mean, you you, you play with um, you you play to a certain point to have the rights to do something and and play the players you want. Um, you know, Doc plays the players he wants and what he thinks is best for the team. His job is to give us the best chance to win playoff games. I mean, our motto going into the season is win playoff games. You don't coach every quarter and every game. You coach for the season, and you coach to prepare your team for the playoffs. And, um, and that's, that's his number one objective, and that's what, he has to, that's what he has to have in mind right now. All right, Danny, here's your no-nonsense question of the week brought to you by SBLI, the no-nonsense life insurance company. This week's question comes from Michael Terzakis of Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Michael asked, if you could pinpoint one reason for Kevin Garnett's resurgence this season, what would it be and will he be in the Celtics' plans for next season? Two questions, apparently. So, Kevin, uh, there's been a lot said about Kevin, you know, moving to center. Um, You know, and I think that may have helped, but you know, Kevin has just slowly been getting better all during the course of the year. I don't really believe that he was – his mind was 100% right when the season started with the lockout and just everything that went on. I and mean, Kevin's a very emotional, passionate guy for his cause. And uh, I'm just not sure he was, his mind was right and or in great shape. And I think that he has gotten his mind right. He's Kevin is great because not only does he have a good body and, and the size and the skill – and he's put a lot of time in to develop, but he also plays with great deal of spirit. And, you know, that has returned the course of the season. He has willed the team on his back. His spirit is contagious to the rest of the players. And uh, as his game is elevated, our team is elevated, and, and he's inspired uh, other players on our team. And you can just see how much basketball and how, how good a players and just how – the reason that Paul Pierce and, and Kevin Garnett are so great is just because of that will that they have that we've seen over as Paul Pierce won player of the month in March continues that pace right now. And KG, you know, late in this season with, you know, 11 games and 15 nights, you know, comes off of winning the player of the, the week in the NBA. Um, you know, these guys are, are amazing of what they've been able to accomplish. And I've appreciated it more this year second half of this year than I have at any time in their career, just admiring what I see them do on a daily basis to prepare themselves to play. And you just, you know, this is why they're great. And I'm just hoping that all my young players are witnessing it and that they're learning from it, that they're seeing it. Uh, and this example that they're setting on our young guys rubs off. To them. I will say this though, him changing to the center position, change your offense dramatically because that 15 17 foot jumper he has off the uh, uh, you know the pick and pop and stuff like that has been remarkable and it forces other teams to play you guys differently it, it forces that center out on the perimeter to defend on KG it just to me it just changes everything on how teams can defend you guys yeah now you know now we have two guys but um, I don't know if Kevin's making you know, more of a higher percentage of baskets as a five-man as he was as a four-man in the past. I guess that's my only point. It, you know, this year we have four shooters, so the fact that him and Brandon, uh, two very good shooters on the court and the front court, uh, shooting a high percentage is, you know, one reason why Rondo's assists are going up at such right. a dramatic rate is, I mean, those guys are really making shots. 
uh, at a high clip this year. So the court is more open, and I think that helps for John. I think that helps our team on the offensive end. All right, for being selected, Michael wins a $100 gift certificate to Sports Authority. The No-Nonsense Question of the Week is presented by SBLI, the No-Nonsense Life Insurance Company. Submit your question for the coach. Uh, in this case, would be the general manager. It says the coach right here or the president of basketball operations at SBLI.com slash basketball. Weekly winners will receive a $100 gift certificate to Sports Authority. Enter at SBLI.com slash basketball for your chance to win. All right, Danny, we'll talk to you next week. We'll be getting into playoffs next week, so we'll talk to you about that next right, week. Have a good one. one. You got it. All right. See you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Quick break. Right back at you here on The Big Show. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.